0: to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bedi-Uzzaman Nursi podcast series. You can access to the episodes in this podcast series in wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org Inshallah today we will read the fourth word the fourth word is the fourth treatise in the book sözler or the words written by Bediüzzaman Said Nursi and it is about prayer bismillah 4th söz bismillahirrahmanirrahim as-salatu imadud-din fourth word bismillahirrahmanirrahim in the name of god the merciful the Giver of Mercy, the the Mercy Giver. As-salatu ala deen prayer is the central pole of religion. This is a hadith narrated from the Prophet and it is a uh, you know very famous hadith. As-salatu imadu deen prayer is the central pole of religion. The word that we translated as pole is I'mad and it is the central pole of a tent. Now the, the Arabs, the bad ones, the ones who lived in the desert, had tents. And these tents had a central pole. If you took the central pole, the whole rest of the edifice would come down. So it is something that is essential to the religion. Religion cannot be intact without it. And the treatise, the fourth word, is an interpretation of this hadith. It is inspired by this hadith. Namaz ne kadar kıymetdar ve mühim, hem ne kadar ucuz ve az bir masraf ile kazanılır hem namazsız adam ne kadar divane ve zararlı olduğunu iki kere iki dört eder derecesinde kat'i anlamak istersen şu temsili hikayeceye bak, gör. To quickly remember, especially the first eight words that Üstad Nursi wrote in the book, the words are based on or, or uh, they start with parables of a military nature. With very brief, easy to understand stories. And then what follows these stories is the reality that is revealed by those stories. And at the beginning of each of these words, Ustad Nursi tells us what to expect to learn from the um, from the treatise that is to come here he says if you want to attain an absolutely certain understanding of the value and importance of the prescribed prayers how little is needed to acquire their benefit and what is lost to a witless person who neglects them look at this parable see so what do we want to understand here we want to understand the importance and value of the prescribed prayers we want to understand that what we put in in order to perform those prayers the effort that is required from us in order to perform those prayers is very little In comparison to what we accrue, what we gain, what we earn by exerting that effort. We also would like to understand that a person who neglects this easy and precious gift from God is in great harm, is in great loss. So let's listen. Let's see the parable and the reality that comes after it, with the intention, with the intention to understand these realities, these issues. Bir zaman bir büyük hakim iki hizmetkarını her birisine 24 altın verip iki ay uzaklıkta has ve güzel bir çiftliğine ikamet için ikamet etmek için gönderiyor. Ve onlara emreder ki, şu para ile yolda bilet masrafı yapınız. Hem oradaki meskeninize lazım bazı şeyleri mübayağı ediniz. Bir günlük mesafede bir istasyon vardır. Hem araba, hem gemi, hem şimendifer, hem tayyare bulunur. Sermayeye göre binilir. Once a great ruler gave 24 gold coins to two of his servants each. And sent them off to settle at a special and beautiful estate that he owned at two months distance he commanded them use this money on your ticket and other travel expenses acquire the things that you will need at your final abode with it too there is a station at one day's distance to here You can take a car, a boat, a train, or a plane from there, depending on what you can afford. So he gave them 24 gold coins. We can, I guess, easily guess where this is going to. 24 gold coins, 24 hours in a day. Use this money, this capital of lifetime, in each day that you have. Use this money on your tickets and other travel expenses. The purpose of the capital that the servants are given is to meet their travel expenses and to purchase a ticket. There is a station at one, one day's distance to here. So when they travel they will reach a station. From that station they can take a car A boat, a train, or a plane, and we can understand that these are different uh, means of transportation that each has escalating advantages. You can take a car, it will have a certain speed, it will go through a certain environment, you can take a boat, it will have a certain speed. You can take a plane, that's probably going to be the fastest, right? fastest and easiest. But depending on what you can afford, they each got 24 gold coins, but on the way they are going to spend this, and by the time they arrive at the station, we need to look at what is left of their capital. İki ders sonra the two servants left after, after receiving these instructions. Birisi bahtiyar idi ki, istasyona kadar bir parça para masraf eder, fakat o masraf içinde efendisinin hoşuna gidecek öyle güzel bir ticaret elde eder ki, sermayesi birden bine çıkar. One, or one of them, was fortunate. He spent only a little until the station, but he invested in such a profitable business, which was also pleasing to his master that his wealth increased a thousandfold. So this is a matter of investment. He spent little, but he was very wise, and he invested well, and his his uh, his wealth, his capital increased a thousandfold. Öteki <inaudible> hizmetkar bedbaht serseri olduğundan. İstasyona kadar 23 altınını sarf eder. Kumara, mumara verip zayi eder, bir tek altını kalır. Being unfortunate and unruly, the other servant squandered 23 of his gold coins. He wasted them on gambling and other futile amusements. He had only one gold coin left by the time he arrived at the station. His friend advised him. Let me read the Turkish first. ona der, Yahu şu liranı bir bilete ver. Ta bu uzun yolda yayanla aç kalmayasın. Hem bizim efendimiz Kerimdir. Belki merhamet eder, ettiğin kusuru affeder, seni de ta bindirirler. Bir günde mahalle kâmetimize gideriz. Yoksa iki aylık bir çölde aç yayan yalnız gitmeye mecbur olursun. So the other one, the, the, the first one, the, the smart one, advised him, the second unruly and unfortunate one. The first one advised the unruly and unfortunate one. Look, purchase a ticket with this one coin. Remember, he squandered away 23 gold coins. He has only one left. His friend is advising. Look, purchase a ticket with this one coin. So that you are not left without a vehicle or food in this long journey. Our master is generous after all. Maybe he will show mercy on you and forgive you. What is to be forgiven? He wasted the money, he wasted 23 gold coins. But maybe if he comes to his senses at this point, his master is generous. His master is forgiving. Maybe he will forgive you. Maybe they may let you into the plane too. Because the master is the one who owns the planes and who owns everything. He is generous. If he sees that this unfortunate, unruly one changed his ways, maybe he will have mercy on him. And that way we can reach our final abode in one day. Otherwise, you will have to walk through a desert alone and with no provisions for two months. Remember this place is at two months' distance? This is by walk. Walking. By plane, it would be, I don't know, maybe in half a day. Which obviously is much better, much easier. Acaba şu adam inat edip o tek lirasını bir define anahtarı hükmünde olan bir bilete vermeyip, muvakkat bir lezzet için sefahate sarf etse, gayet akılsız, zararlı, bedbaht olduğunu en akılsız adam dahi anlamaz mı? Wouldn't even the most slow-witted person grasp that if this man, the, the unruly man, Stubbornly refuses to purchase a ticket with his single remaining coin and instead spends it on vice for a temporary pleasure. On vice for a temporary pleasure. He is nothing, nothing but an unfortunate fool fallen deep into harm. Wouldn't even the most slow witted person grasp that he is nothing but an unfortunate fool fallen deep into harm because he is being stubborn and refusing to buy a, a ticket with the single coin that he has left? İşte ey namazsız adam ve ey namazdan hoşlanmayan nefsim. This is the end of the parable. Oh. The person who does not perform the prescribed prayers, and oh my compulsive soul who does not like praying. We will repeat one more time. Ustad Nursi is addressing his lessons to his own self, to his own compulsive soul. And we will benefit from these to the extent that we listen to them as if they are being addressed to our own compulsive souls, to the extent that we make our compulsive souls the addressee of what is being conveyed here. Oh the person who does not perform the prescribed prayers, and oh my soul who does not like praying. The compulsive soul does not like praying. That is normal. Now the the, the soul has levels, stations. We are talking about nashulamara, maybe nafs-ul-lawama here, the evil, evil commanding soul, or maybe self-blaming soul, and then from there on, the, even the soul may start to enjoy the prayers, because the prayer is when the slave is with his Lord. The prostration is when the slave is closest to his Lord. So there is great joy, there is great pleasure in prayer, but the compulsive soul, the evil commanding soul, will not like it. Therefore it needs to be instructed. Therefore it needs to be taught. It needs to be persuaded. It needs to be convinced. And that's what Istanbul Nursi is doing here. Listen. Listen to the soul that does not like praying. This is a lesson that's, that's very important for all of us. O Hakim ise Rabbimiz halikimizdir. That master is our nurturing master, Rabb. Our creator. Haluk. O iki hizmetkar yolcu ise, biri mütedeyyin namazını kılar, diğeri gafil One of those two travelers is a devout person. He performs his prayers with joy. The other represents the heedless people who do not perform their prayers. Or this can be one person who one day performs the prayers, and the next day neglects it, becomes lazy. We each have both persons in ourselves. And we need to pick which one we want to be. Those 24 gold coins are the 24 hours of life in each day that special estate is the garden the paradise so where were they going they were going to an estate that the master their master owned they were going to an estate that their master owned it was at two months distance six days distance and it is the paradise we all want to go there. Some of us will arrive it. Some of us won't make it to the estate. We will end up in other places that are befitting those who are unruly or heedless. O <inaudible> istasyon That station at one day's distance, that is the grave. O seyahat ise kabre, hashre ebede gidecek beşer yolculuğudur. The journey is the long haul of all humans to eternity through the grave and resurrection. Kabre, hashre ebede gidecek. It is the journey, the long haul of humanity to eternity through the grave and the resurrection and the assembly. Amele göre, takva kuvvetine göre, o uzun yolu derecede kat ederler. They, humans, each travel at different speeds on that journey according to the worth of their deeds and the power of their piety, takwa. So, what determines their speed? The worth of their deeds and the power of their piety. Their mindfulness of God. Their, their willingness, eagerness to observe God's commands and, and prohibitions. Bir kısım ehli takva bet gibi bin senelik yolu bir günde keser. Some pious people, some people of piety, cover one thousand years distance in one day. Like lightning. Lightning, light travels very fast, right? One thousand years distance in one day, maybe even shorter. Bir kısmı da hayal gibi 50 bin senelik bir mesafeyi bir günde kat eder. Is there anything faster than light? Yes. Yes. Listen, others cover 50,000 years' distance in one day, like imagination. Imagination, faster than light. You can bring to your imagination a star that is 4 million light years away in a moment. quran Azimushan Shuhaki şu iki ayet ile işaret eder. The glorious Qur'an alludes to this truth with two verses. Ustad Nursi does not mention these verses here, and we will not go into the details of what those verses are. If it were necessary, he would mention them. But just to know briefly, these are verses about uh the, the length of a day, in God's sight the length of a day by God there, there are days that are a thousand years long there are days that are 50,000 years long so the time is relative this is a reference to that <speaking in Hebrew> this is the key point that ticket is the prescribed prayers now these travelers were to acquire other things that were necessary for their travel food ration maybe clothing shoes what not everything that a traveler needs but but the ticket is prayer bir tek saat beş vakit namazı abdestle kafi gelir one hour a day is sufficient for performing the five daily prayers including the time spent on taking ablutions. Remember the unruly one? He spent 23 uh, the gold coins. He squandered away 23 gold coins. He had only one left. And look at the, look at the mercy that is in this he squanders away 23 gold coins and he has only one left and if he spends that one gold coin on a ticket, he may still be saved. One hour a day is sufficient for performing the five daily prayers, including the time spent on taking ablutions. Acaba, 23 saatini şu kısacık sarf eden, then imagine a person who spends 23 hours a day on the affairs of this fleeting world but does not spend one hour, one hour to earn that long eternal life. Imagine what a loss he has. Imagine how he wrongs himself and acts. Unreasonably. Zira bin adamın iştirak ettiği bir piyango kumarına yarım malını vermek akıl kabul ederse, halbuki kazanç ihtimali binde birdir. Sonra 24'ten bir malını yüzde 99 ihtimalle kazanca musaddak bir hazineyi ebediyeye vermemek, ne kadar hilaf akıl ve hikmet hareket ettiğini, ne kadar akıldan uzak düştüğünü kendini akıl zanneden adam anlamaz mı? If a person gives half of his property to a lottery with a thousand participants, and his intellect accepts this, even though the probability of winning is one out of a thousand. And there are people who, who do this every day. What's a lottery? You give if not half of your property, some of your property to a lottery to an a drawing to, to, an, to something in which the probability of winning is one out of a thousand, one out of a hundred thousand, one out of millions, and their intellect accept this. But then, imagine this person who is willing to give half of his property to a lottery where the, the, the probability of winning is one out of a thousand, but then he does not spend one twenty-fourth of his property to win an eternal treasure while the chance of acquiring it is 99%. This is the state of a person who does not pray the prescribed prayers, who does not put an hour of his 24 hours a day to such an investment. The investment is that one who puts one of his property, his capital, into this, um, into this proposal, is going to acquire an eternal treasure with a chance or with a probability of 99%. If this is the person who, who, if this person is not taking this offer, wouldn't anyone who considers himself to be reasonable grant that this person is acting against reason and wisdom, and that he has deserted the path of rationality? Kalbuki namazda ruhun ve kalbin ve aklın büyük bir rahatı vardır. Hem cisme de o kadar ağır bir iş değildir. Hem namaz kılanın diğer mubah dünyevi amelleri güzel bir niyet ile ibadet hükmünü alır. Bu surette butun sermayeyi ömrünü ahirete mal edebilir. Fani ömrünü bir cihette ibka eder. After all, based on what we have mentioned... The soul, spirit, the heart, and intellect find great comfort in the prescribed prayers, and performing them is not too heavy for the body either. So at the beginning we we mentioned there is one aspect of the, the human existence that does not like prayer. That's the compulsive soul. But look at this. The spirit, the heart, the intellect find great comfort in the prescribed prayers and performing them is not too heavy for the body either. So the body is also fine. The the prescribed prayers are not heavy on the body. Moreover, through right intention, the permissible mundane acts of a person who performs the prescribed prayers transform into a form of worship too. I did not read the Turkish of this verse. Um, Hem namaz kılanın diğer mubah dünyevi amelleri So, it's not heavy on the spirit, it's not heavy on the heart, it's not heavy on the intellect, it is not heavy on the body, the compulsive soul has this dislike, it is something that we should disregard, it is not a respectable feeling, it's not a respectworthy feeling. And moreover, on top of all of this, through right intention, the permissible, mundane acts of a person who performs the prescribed prayers transform into a form of worship too. Remember, the person squandered away 23 hours, 23 gold coins. But the master is generous. If he buys the ticket in the right way, and he buys the right ticket, the master is going to, to uh, recompense him or those 23 gold coins too. Although he squandered them away, although he did not purchase, he did not invest them in uh, profitable businesses, he will still be given profit for them. The, The ticket, the one hour that he is going to be spending on the prayer has such a power that it transforms the other hours of the day too. Bu surette bütün sermayeyi ömrünü ahirete fani ömrünü bir cihette In essence, he gives permanence to his temporary life. In this way, he can transfer the entire capital of his lifetime to the hereafter. So he had 24 hours a day as capital in the life, every day 24 hours and he is buying a ticket, he is using only one hour of that capital to purchase a ticket for the hereafter, but because the Master is generous, and this one hour that the prescribed prayer has this, let's call it magical power to transform the rest of the life capital too, he is transforming, transferring his entire capital to the hereafter as benefit. In a sense he gives permanence to his temporary life. Life is temporary. But in this way he can acquire permanence for his life. Isn't this a great, great transaction? Wouldn't the one after you know after hearing all of this? And of course here it is the intellect and the heart and the spirit that are, the conscience that are listening and acknowledging and altogether trying to convince the compulsive soul which will resist. But after all, isn't this a great transaction? One out of 24 put into a business and investment, and it has this magical power to transform the remaining 23 as well, and transfers them to an eternal benefit, where the chance of loss, the probability of loss, is reduced to 1% or less, and that is, as we mentioned before, that is possible because of heedlessness, not having pure intention, and so on and so forth, but the 99% chance of gain and no chance of harm. What kind of a person would it be if one did not take this into concentration and heed it and act accordingly by performing the five daily prayers? We all need to ask this to our compulsive souls that do not like praying. Subhanaka, la illa ma'allamtana inna Hakim, wa human Today's episode is short. The fourth word, masha'Allah, is very uh, precise, very to the point, very easy to grasp. I have read this to uh, four year olds and they have understood it. Therefore, it's brief. Inshallah, I will try to upload another episode based on a presentation uh, that was given to a primarily Muslim audience to introduce Ustad Nursi that will be attached to uh, the introduction part of the reflections-rn.org uh, website uh, in, in the part where uh, we ask who Beda Uzzaman Said Nursi is if you are benefiting from this please share it and may it be a means of benefit to the one who reads and to those who listen and maybe all inshallah recite a fatiha for uh, Ustad Nursi who provided us with these beautiful beautiful lessons and for those who put an effort in conveying them to us Al-Fatiha.